Uh, what up, what up? It's your boy Slim City Live, man. This is the first and wild podcast. Yo. Featuring. Who the fuck is 630? Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is 630? And today we're going to find that out. I wouldn't I was going to say my dog, my homie, but dog, it's, it's deep in the rap now. Facts. Nigga done met my mama. Facts. Mama done gave us lunch money. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Hey, make sure y'all all right. Facts. So, yeah, yeah. So, what's good, man? Man, I've been chilling, man. You know, going through the whole quarantine thing. So, how 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 have you been as a DJ that's booked four to five nights a week? How have you adapted? Like, how's it affected you? I mean, they say what save your money or save you. And luckily, I had a nice, you know, amount of bread saved up to where I could hold myself off for a couple months. So, I mean, it's restaurants that's opening up now. You know, I'm getting a couple calls, calls, which is a blessing. So, hopefully, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, push through like everybody else. So. Man, like, did you even think it was going to last this long? Honestly, I didn't think it was going to last this long. I was thinking, what, March? I was thinking maybe May, around beginning of May. I was like, okay, things open back up. And then, you know, another month came. I started looking for, like, part-time jobs. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just because, you know, I ain't got too much much pride to, you know, get a job until things pick back up. So I didn't think it was going to last this long. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, it definitely shot me, especially like we were out to the last day. Yeah. I think you, you were in Miami that weekend. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Did you? You left the Saturday, no, I think. No, I left Sunday. I had, You left Sunday. That's Sunday. right. Because we didn't, you didn't come with me to Brick. Yeah, that Sunday was crazy. Yeah. I was at Brick. You would have, oh my God. And then you did KOD after KOD after yeah. it, bro. You would have lost your mind at Brick. Like, I went there and I couldn't believe this is what was I was missing the entire time since I had got back to Florida. Right. I was like, what the fuck? So shout out my boy Lauren and the whole squad. Like they came and they 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 welcomed me with open arms. Like yeah, man, you get up there and do your thing. I was killing that shit. Right. But it was a good time though, man. That weekend was lit. Shout out to Two K Pool Party. Great time. Oh, Facts. you killed it. I appreciate it. Killed I appreciate it. it. Non-biased. My dog. <laughs> my dog was ready. Facts. But you know. Me, I think every DJ did really good that day. Mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I forgot the Jamaican sound. I want to say ecstatic sound. Could yeah. be mistaken. Is that that's it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they killed it. They came, like everybody thought they were going to do one thing, mm-hmm. and they went a completely different direction and came back. I think that was very impressive. That shows a lot of maturity and growth as a DJ. Yeah. Especially when you're kind of like boxing as like Caribbean dancehall DJ, and then you just... Do the total opposite, man. Right. So, where you from, bro? Everybody, like, you're very to yourself. All right, so people who don't know, DJ630 is a very quiet guy. He's an introvert. But if you have any real introvert friends, you know, they, once they, once they, they, they let you in, like, they don't shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> I have a couple of those, and those are like my dearest friends. So, man, like, where are you from, man? Well, I'm from the 252. I went to high school in the 252. Mm hmm. Um, I went to school at Fable State, graduated Fable State, came to A&T for grad school. My grandma gave me a thousand dollars because, you know, she had a little settlement and I bought some DJ equipment. So I originally moved to Greensboro on mm-hmm. some school shit, bought some DJ equipment and, you know, shout out to SP. He was throwing parties at the time. So he was like, you know, everyone's like, yo, get good at it, man. We'll give you a shot. And I kept getting opportunities and, you know, one thing led to another and then it went from my grandma give me a thousand dollars to buy DJ equipment to where like, yo, I might be pretty good at this. Let me take it serious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So what year did you think you took it serious? Like, um, I think I took it serious or it was a possibility that maybe I could be a DJ when, um, I did a party at warehouse 29 and it was inside, outside. There was a DJ on the inside and there was a DJ on the outside. Normally the, uh, the headline DJ was on the inside mm-hmm. and the outside was just like, you know, someone to play tunes with people out there chilling, smoking, smoking or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, one of, it was one of them nights where everybody was outside rocking with me. 
you know what I mean? And everyone said, you know, I did a good job. And, you know, I was just surprised, like, the, the reaction I got just from practicing in my room for hours. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started taking it serious when, when people told me how good of a job I did. Okay, so when you say... Like, how long were you, was there a time period where you were just like, okay, I'm not going to take no bookings, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm a DJ until I give myself like a thousand hours one year? Like, did you put a timetable on when you're going to say it's, I'm it's, DJ 630? It's funny you said that because my, my original Instagram name was Mr. Hands Down and that means 630. So, um, when I started, I think when it comes to like DJing, like you get one gig here, one gig there, but you don't want to change your Instagram name because it's not consistent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But you know, when you start, you know, getting them consistent gigs, it makes it feel comfortable, comfortable for you to change your name. So once I knew I changed my name on Instagram, that's when I realized like, Hey, I got to take it serious now. I can't be saying I'm DJ 630 and not DJing, not DJing, not, <laughs> yeah, getting, not right. getting gigs or, you know, yeah. not. Practicing or sending mixes out, trying to get bookings. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But. I mean, you came up very humbly, just mm-hmm. knowing the backstory right. of uh, of how you came up, man. I mean, what what would you tell a DJ, an eighteen year old that wants to learn how to DJ? He's like, "Yo, man, I've been coming to your parties. What's the what's the first thing you tell somebody as like a sign of advice?" Um, coming up as a DJ, uh, interested, I would say the advice I would give them is always have a like open mind. As far as like uh, club sets, because there's, you know, there's some DJs I know that, you know, won't try this, won't do this. Or, you know, I know I know it's annoying to take requests, but, you know, even if somebody comes to me to with a request. Yeah. I always remember what that song was because I'm going to go home and be like, hey, what's this song about? Because it's funny. Most of my requests that I get of like new songs, it'd be songs that pop later. So, yeah, that's why I don't really take those like I don't blow the request off. You know, I kind of take note because you know um you never know you never know facts yeah so that's the advice i would give. I, will, I would give you the credit i didn't really think about that give you a, a credit of open mind and um because i know when we initially started working and for those who can so if you know me and six day myself you know that i necessarily wasn't welcome to the idea of 6 30 coming into pete's on a thursday uh shout to mike and the whole squad they came in and started helping on thursday nights at arizona pete's and they had, I think we had horse, mm-hmm. and then it was six thirty on the off day. Right. I think that's where I, I want to say I heard you on Fridays, but you know I was just kind of protecting my home. Right. I didn't have facts. an open mind. Facts, facts. I facts. was the one with the closed mind. Facts. So I remember that first night. Oh my dog wasn't playing, and the chemistry was like instant. It instant. was perfect. Instant. Like perfect match made in heaven. Host MC duo. Facts. And and like. You're right. You were very open minded to suggestions, bring mm-hmm. how to bring in certain songs. Mm-hmm. Like people don't know this, but you know, I would come up with an idea. I will never forget this. One, you gave me one pushback on one thing. I remember when Friday night was doing uh Green Street Fridays. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, let's play these white girl songs, these pop songs. Party in the USA, uh Kelly since you've been gone, and you was not hearing me. Nah. I used to actually like, bro, you downloaded the songs yet? You downloaded, I said, bro, this is gonna work. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they know these songs. These songs, no one is ever playing them. Yeah. No one's going to play them, only us. And I, I said, I said, I'm like 30, I guarantee you, if we play this song, you're going to hear another DJ play this somewhere else, and you're going to know the, who, who did it first. Not, I'm pretty sure we weren't the first person, but maybe in that uh, time frame in a year, two yeah, years. And they've been done in a while. Exactly. And a, a long, long while, right. and no one's going to jump out there, because I always tell him, like, I know I talk, but sometimes talk is a form of mixing. Right. Facts. But definitely. definitely your open-mindedness, you know, 
help us grow very rapidly. Mm-hmm. And and just just to go out for like host and MCs, you work with a host or a particular DJ a lot. I will call him facts and say, hey, what do you think about this? Mm. Let's go through this music. Yeah. Hey, listen to this mix at this timestamp. Yeah, and like so, it's always you know always come with something different because we did not want to get comfortable and 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 definitely and it added a different flavor every week. You know, we always wanted to. We always wanted to try new things to give people a a new vibe. Cause mm-hmm. my my I ain't gonna lie, my my fear as a DJ or hear people say is like you know six thirty play the same stuff or the same order. I mean most DJ, all DJs gonna play the same stuff, but you don't want to play the same order every time. So them little talks we had with ideas or things we could yeah. add different, it added a different you know energy to the party so now if they came last Thursday when they come this Thursday we're gonna give them something different the following Thursday we might go a little more reggae this time you know and that was just you know the teamwork we had you you don't always have to you know practice can be a form of just communicating with each other no we had a little bit of cheat code after a while like we didn't have to we we didn't talk as much about music per se but the trust was there the trust you'll send me an email and I'll I'll just download it because I know you got something yeah 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 so and I mean, in North Carolina, hip hop culture here, as far as DJ host on the mixer and, you know, just we just had that trust. We had that trust. I never I, you knew I was never going to make you look crazy. Right. And I knew you and vice versa. But yeah, yeah. man, good I, times. Yeah, I know. It's funny you say that with the DJ and the host and the mixer thing. I know a lot of DJs don't, you know, they trip about the host touching the mixer. But I really went tripping off of that because I was coming into your spot. That's how I was looking at. It. Oh, OK, so fair enough. It was like, you know, I know what you're doing. I could tell the way you talk on the mic that, oh, yeah, he know what he's doing. Like, he got my back. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't even really trip. And it's like, once you know you do radio, you know, I'm mixing. Once you know the count of music or when it's going to come in, it ain't no issue with you touching the, touching the mixer because yeah. as soon as you bring the volume back up. Yeah, the, yeah, count music. Yeah, the, yeah, the next song is already there, so it always worked out. And it's crazy because I can count music, but I cannot like remember lyrics to a song. Yeah, definitely. For the, I can't do it. Yeah, definitely. There's no song in the world I know <laughs> word for word, bro. Not right. one. I know uh, maybe a verse and a chord, but uh, key parts. But to that, it's like uh, when people do that shit, I'd be like, yo, that's like so fucking cool. Right. Because they have a whole fucking database in their fucking brain. Right. Or just music. Yeah, man. So you're from the 252, man. Where is where is that? Cause I just realized I don't know where that is. It's... um. It's over there by uh, the water. Like, it's 20 minutes from Atlantic Beach. It's it's like country, and then 20 minutes up the road, you got a beach. So, um, it's, it's real country. One high school, one Walmart. You know, we was kind of like a little bit behind as far as like the social media world, I would say. You know what I mean? People, you know, I don't know. It's just real country, real chill. So, you said they didn't have a name? It's 252? Oh, have lies. of Town have have lock yeah have lock you heard of it yeah no I haven't have <laughs> have I, I mean I, I remember a long time ago me briefly asking you but you just said two by two and I think that's Wilmington that's not Wilmington area no, code no one no that's uh that's where greater from it's like two and a half hours away from me oh shit yeah two five yeah North Carolina low key is big as hell big as hell <laughs> but you, it's big as hell but you can get everywhere within like. Hour, hour, uh, hour, two yeah, hours, yeah, uh, three facts, hours max. Facts. That's crazy. That's why I like Greensboro. Yeah. So what, what about like, what was it like growing up there? Like for you? Um, I mean, I was doing a lot of moving growing up. So when I went back there, um, because I, wait, you were actually, wait, where were you born? <laughs> I was born in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. And that's with your mom. Like, your, that's what, and then my, like I said, I did a lot of moving. Like I was a military brat for, for those. Your mom like, or dad was in the military. My stepdad was in the military. Stepdad. Okay. So we moved. 
I lived in Michigan, North Carolina, Arizona. We had a, and then, you know, down the road, we moved back to North Carolina to stay. My grandma went to high school there, then went to Fayetteville State. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. A lot of people don't know you. I'm, I'm going to expose you. A lot oh, of people no, know no, you got yeah. a sister, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a sister. Yeah, Older she, or younger? She's younger. She live in uh, Atlanta. We She's starting her um, own hair business out there, so we've been communicating. We're not as close as I would like us to be, uh-huh. but... Have you expressed that? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Okay. How, so, how far are y'all apart in age? Um, Three years apart. Three years? Mm. So. Yeah, I mean, I have a twin brother, and... Uh, I, I always regret, I don't think we're close as we should be, mm-hmm. but a lot of that's my fault in the sense of like when there were opportunities when he was single before he was married in college and he would reach out to me to come and do certain things that I just like, nah, man, you know, whatever, but I regret it now. Definitely. Yeah. But I mean, if there's still time, oh, just yeah, keep, no, just yeah, keep yeah, expressing yeah, 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 it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We, uh, we communicate. I'm helping her out. She live in Atlanta. Yeah. And that's just cool. It's cool. Cause you know, you know, we build our relationship, go out there. I could find a gig out there and you know, we, she can experience, she ain't been in none of my parties yet. So. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm telling you, like my family, like we, it's one of those situations, like we in the country back home. If you don't get away from the crib, you know, you normally stay there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. And have you, like, I remember you say you never go, you haven't been back. Uh, I ain't been back in like a year, but. I was supposed to go back actually after moms, the coronavirus. Bro. Check out moms, bro. Yeah, we talk. I got a group chat with my uh, grandma, my mom. So we, oh, you Gucci? Yeah, we we be talking. Family so, group chats be important. Yeah, definitely. They you always, know, just, you know, with everything going on. Yeah, they be worried. You know, think just think about it. It's 2020. Just say 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like when you didn't see your when you left family, that was it. Yeah. Like that was it. Yeah, you're not talking it. to your parents or friends or family unless you're writing a letter and, and you don't even know that letter going to get there. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And now like everybody's literally at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. I think about that all the time, like casting the 50s and the 40s. You go off the war, nigga. That's, that's it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. So what's up? How the hoes was in half lock? You lose your virginity there? Yeah, I lost my virginity. In How'd it go down? You remember her name? Uh, Lou. Her name was Nigga, Lou. don't say her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you, I mean, uh, well, I mean, uh, I, uh, I mean, she don't care. She ain't gonna hear this. I doubt it. <laughs> She'll be all right. She'll be all right. But uh, I were you in high school? Or like I, was in high, school? I was a late bloomer. I lost my virginity when I was eighteen. Um, when uh, I lost it, I knew I didn't hit it right. Like. Down like when years down the line and you go back and think, think about, about it, it like which like, yeah, like, yeah yeah damn, what the fuck was I doing I didn't even hit it right I, I slow stroke the whole time and I knew that you know just going down so you was a lover yeah I was a lover you know what I mean so and it's funny because you know you know the basis of this podcast is the first know, and wild the first and wild yeah. you know and when she told me like you know you're never gonna forget me and you know it's wild she said that because. I'm not. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That was your first experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but, a, but there's a lot of cats that uh, don't even remember. I said, and that to me, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild to me. Like, I be hearing some stories like, what? Nah, ain't no way, bro. I, I tell you, I even remember the color condom I used the first time I smashed. Yeah. I remember like the day before on some wild shit. I practiced even putting the condom on just so Oh, I knew, facts. You know what you, I mean? You look cool. Yeah, so you, you knew what you cool. was doing. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Y'all friends on Facebook? No, we friends on Instagram. Oh, for real? Yeah. Then she's probably proud of you. Like, mm hmm. Yeah. Trophy, she, trophy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. She's that's like, funny. Didn't you know the hottest DJ in Greensboro right now? I smashed him. Nah, first. I mean, I had good taste too because she still looked good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's a plus too when your first was actually like oh, a baddie. You know what I mean? Yeah. My first, she was a baddie, but like, she just like fell off. Old age kids career, I guess that does it to you. Some of the people don't. Yeah. And I was saying how, uh, you know, I wouldn't 
Never, she would, I would never forget her. And she was right. It was just pretty funny. I mean, was that like your girl at the time? Or yeah, just... she was my girl at the time. Okay, so you had like a, a, a legit sexual partner. Yeah, facts. So you could like learn and grow with that person sexually. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah. And it, it was... <laughs> It was funny because, um, see, at the time, my mom didn't know I was having sex. Uh, who mom? Like, I mean, get yeah, some mom. Yeah, facts, facts. So, I think I went, I was smashing at her crib. So, like, I was smashing her crib. Uh, her mom said, don't be having sex at my house because she used to let me go over there while she wasn't there. You know how mm. that goes. Oh, hell yeah. So, I think one time I'm about to hit on the couch, man. She, and she left one of her drawers, like, thongs in the couch and her mom found it on the couch so she automatically assumed i had on the couch which i did so she was like oh, i'm gonna tell your mom da, 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 blah, blah, blah. So she called your phone she called my phone and told me like, i told you not having sex in my house now i'm gonna tell your parents you're being disrespectful da, 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 da. and at this time so i had to tell my mom you were scared hell yeah <laughs> 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 Shit, because my mom like she called she, you first though. Well, that's she crazy. Called me first, she got like, cussing me out because she was uh, sp- like Spanish. Oh, okay. so you know how that go? Them, they yeah. don't play. Their moms, them moms don't play. Nah, not at all. So yeah, she called. So I had to call, tell my mom I was having sex, and you might be expecting a phone call me doing it at her crib. So it was weird. So my, like, mom, how- my mom's Jehovah Witness, so you know. A lot of people don't know that either. So, yeah. you know, when it comes to like, you know, sex before marriage and holidays yeah, and yeah. stuff, like that's real serious. So I was like, damn, I got to tell my mom this. So you had to go to Kingdom Hall? Yeah. Get your repent on? Yeah, it was. It was what did she say to you? <clears throat> I mean, she wasn't, the crazy thing is when I told her she wasn't even tripping. So it was, she was like, well, okay, well, I basically I'm, I'm respecting the phone call. Turns out the mom didn't even mm, call her, so I told on myself. Dry snitched on yeah, yourself. Yeah, dry snitched on myself. Damn. So ah. that was a wild. That was a wild experience. That's funny. That is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if my mom knew I was having sex. I don't think so. She might have known something was going on just by your age and what we're our age alone. Right. Means I think at a certain age we all know like niggas is trying. Yeah. Facts. You know, we might not be successful, but you out here shooting your shot. Yeah. Yeah, man. But back in high school, used to hoop, though. Rumor has it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Dang. Definitely. I was a hooper. Like, <laughs> I'm just short. I'm 5'10", but people, like 6'30", people don't know. It comes from the best hands down. So when I had a Facebook account, if when you was able to change your name to whatever you wanted it yeah, to be, yeah, yeah. I changed it to 630 because it's the best hands down. It's like, it's like 630 on the clock. And I was like, yo, that, that shit's so dope. When you had, what was cool back then to make the cool statuses and shit. Like, I was like, I'm the best hands down, like 630. And this is because of basketball. Yeah. So... I was like, man, I like that stat. I'm going to change my name to 630. And then it just stuck with me. So then when I started DJing, DJ 630 just came natural because it was already 630 mm. on Facebook. Yeah. So. That's what's up. Facts. Oh, man. So what, what's your to date? Like, hold on. So when you got all these tattoos and stuff, what did your mom say? I don't, th- I don't think she's seen them in person. So she don't. I mean, she What don't. do you mean, nigga? You tell me you haven't seen your mom since you got tattoos? Nah. I don't, I want to say that. I just, I think I went down there when it was cold. She didn't see him. Uh. Yeah. It was more like a family reunion. Go for the day, see everybody, and then head to the crib. But my mom, she don't be tripping, bro. She, at the end of the day, with all this, you know, Black Lives Matter stuff going on, she just want me to be safe. She don't be really tripping about nothing. Yeah, facts. Because we had that mom. good relationship. I talked to her like, Three, four times a week. So mm-hmm. at this point, it's just like, you know, be safe. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Because my family's like real small. Like, I don't know my dad's side. So it's just me, my mom, my grandma, my uncle. And your sister. And her, yeah, my sister's facts. So when I have a big, when I have a wedding, if I ever get there, you know, it ain't going to be a, a lot of my family in there. <laughs> <laughs> Guess there's going to be eight people. <laughs> yeah, eight people. Facts. Facts. Dan, if you had anybody DJ your wedding right now, who would you, you want to DJ your wedding? 
uh, right now. People that's not married, correct? And getting married, or if I had to DJ anybody's wedding? No, no, no. I'm talking about you're getting married. Oh, yeah. And right. you got to pick a DJ. Who? Oh, if I had to pick a DJ, anybody doing my wedding? Cool. That's that's a good question. I ain't going to lie. I'll probably pick Double J. Double J? Double J. Because he, Double J, he, he could do it all. You know what I mean? He's mad entertaining. Yeah, he's mad entertaining. <laughs> he's facts. mad entertaining. He's, he's very good. At his craft too. Yeah. So we had a cheat code. DJs like that, I say, yo, you had a cheat code. Yeah. Like when, when your parents got you behind them turning fucking four, five, six, bro. Yeah. It, that's not fair. It's fair, but it's like, dog, you're on, a, you're not even, you're on another for cast to catch up to you where mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I saw, uh, I think, uh, the the DJ showcase thing, mm-hmm. uh, the IG DJ live with uh, Duran and B Dot. They had a cat on there. 17 years old. Yep. The, that was the official DJ for the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear his little backstory because right. that's crazy. Right. And it's funny you said that, you know, growing up as a DJ, I feel like not growing up as a DJ has helped me as a DJ. As a DJ? Because, you know, I was going to Green Street when I wasn't even thinking about DJing. Mm-hmm. So I used to go in there. Waiting with, in line. Waiting in line. Paying to get in. Paying to get in, facts. And then you going in there with club goer ears. It's a difference between a DJ ears and club goer ears. Mm-hmm. So when I made that transition, I still feel like I got the club goer ears. So that's how I feel like that's that helped me as far as a DJ today. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, because I didn't come in as an MC. I used to take pictures for a party website back in Miami. Shout out to partyspree.com. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I would just I just love the music. I love the way they used to put the words together. Like the way they put the words together to connect with the song. Like that's the foundation yeah. of my MCing. So mm-hmm. Like, just to see how creative they got to tell. Like, they're saying one thing, so mm-hmm. the song might be Knuck If You Buck. Right. They can, you know, the song can be introduced a thousand different ways. A thousand different ways. Facts. And it all can be as epic as the last. Facts. So, like, that creativeness, I mean, even to this day, if I'm listening to some live audio and I hear something, I and I have a, some type of relationship I can reach out and reach, I will ask him, like, yo, what were you thinking when you came up with this? How did you think that? What, like, right. what is your mind on? Like, how right. do you come up with this stuff? Right. I've asked people that. So when people, you know, sell by Slim, you know, everybody going to say you the goat or you're great or what mm-hmm. you do. I'd be like, man, if you think I'm good. And I used to tell you, nah, bro, here this, you want to see the best? Come out here. So that's why I make sure sometimes you were in Miami. Yeah. I had to like bring you there just to like get your mind working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, definitely. like, and I hope I did that uh, to some of Caribbean. Cause I was like, nigga, we ain't going to know hip hop shit. Yeah, hip hop, you got it down. Facts. But this dance on reggae, so good. You need to come out and hear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But, um, whew. what's up, man? Let's give me some gems of the game, dog. Come on. Give me, oh, tell me the, uh, the 1942 story. All right, boom, 1942 story. So if you go to my Instagram, you'll see, you know, the Double Dose Twins showing love on my page, right? So I was like, um, where was we at? Fountain Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I see them joints over there, I was like, yo, I'm about to go offer them a drink. You know what I mean? This, that, and the third. I'm going to try to get them to say who the fuck is 630. But I wasn't tripping off that. If I can get them to say it, cool. If not, yeah, whatever. I was like, yo, what's up? How y'all doing? My name is DJ 630, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what y'all drinking? <laughs> It was like uh, 42. I'm like, 42? I ain't, this is when I ain't never heard of 42 before. <laughs> before everybody was like, they on it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I go to the bar. I was like, yo, uh, 40. I'm trying to get some 42. I was, and he told me it was four shots for $250. So I was like, damn. Did two. There's only two of them. Huh? There's only two of them. Yeah, no, but they had two friends. Ooh. They had two friends. So at this point, I put, oh. my, I put myself in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I put myself in a corner, man. So oh shit. I don't know what I would. I just I don't know. So it yeah, it came out of four shots for two hundred fifty dollars. I wasn't even tripping. Woo. But at this point, I was like, oh hell no, nah. they gonna say who <laughs> the fuck is six thirty. I'm like, they cool though. They cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. fuck with them heavy. Shout to the twins. Yeah, they show they show love on that. But I, you know, that's when you Yo. try, to, try to look cool, cool. and then. <laughs> what if you would have came back with too? Oh, I uh, didn't know they was with you. I, yeah. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I had a story like that. Uh, uh, CIAA last year. Was mm-hmm. it CIAA? Yeah, I went to uh, somewhere that Duran Juan was DJing, mm-hmm. and um, they wanted to, uh, my boy Joel. He's like, "Yo, I like yo, let's go round for round." He's like, "All right, cool, I don't care." Now Joel makes shit way more money than I do, mm-hmm. like millionaire. And I was like, "Yo, what you want, Johnny Walker Blue?" Now I know Johnny Walker, nigga. I did not know per shot was like eighty one dollars a shot. Right. I'm like, fuck, nigga. This is my whole. Bu-. Now I wasn't. I like what I spent those two shots was my budget for the entire yeah, night. Definitely. <laughs> so I was like, yo. Definitely. And he kept saying like, "Nah, you sure?" Cause I guess he knew yeah. what I ain't know, but I was already there. I was like, fuck. Right. Damn it. I got. Yeah, cut. that'd be the that'd be the worst win. You don't get like, especially in the clubs. If I don't get a bar tab, I'd be less generous because now I'm paying out of my own money to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, show love. That's funny. I don't saying. mind not having a bar. T- I don't mind not having a bar tab, but if the bartender knows, like, yo, look out, bro, I got you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Shout to Nikki, the yeah, goat. Definitely. Girl, um, shout to Nikki, man. I love that girl so much. Like true hospitality. Mm-hmm. She make things happen. She put up with a lot of shit. Shout to her, man. But yeah, man. So what's up? What's up? Um, who's your favorite DJ coming up when you're out in Greensboro? Um, my favorite DJ at this time, I will have to say, be easy. Mm-hmm. Drunk, just coming up because I mean, he allowed me to open up for him. You know what I mean? That that goes a long way when you're able to open up for a DJ and not overstep your boundaries on what certain songs you know you should be playing or not should be playing mm-hmm. you build that relationship because now he can trust you and when he could trust you now he can give you gigs that you know he don't want or he you know he want to come to the club late he could you know um put you can empower put you, you yeah, yeah. He put you on you know you got to take advantage of that shout out to him and i just like his style a dj and there's a lot of things that I still incorporate my sets that i learned from him so yeah you know he was one of my favorites in the greensboro area mm. so but is there any DJ out there like outside of Greenberg? Like, yo, I can't wait to hear this nigga perform live. Um, I would actually have to say Don Hot. You introduced me to him. Yeah. You know, uh, every time we go to uh, Miami, I link up with you. I always yeah. want to know where he's spinning at because he he's so creative. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's and you know, like I, when I go to when I go to the club, I definitely go to have a good time, but I definitely want to go with something I can learn or something I can you know incorporate. Take away from yeah, take yeah. away from him or you know how clean they sets is. And, you know, certain and some of the things people DJ say on the mic, you know, you could always add yeah, phrases in your catalog mm-hmm. to, like, switch it up. You know what I mean? You don't always have to say we warming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to say that at 12 o'clock. You could say other stuff. Like, we pre-gaming right now. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's early. We vibing. You know, we smoking hookah. Once you, you know, a lot of DJs are good with talking on the mic. So, I'll be trying to, you know. No, your you're, um, you're MCing uh, is definitely... Gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when people are trying to improve, you got to get them room to grow. Yeah. Like, I remember when I come to Pete's, like, I used to just kind of not, I didn't want to, like, you know, because I walk and you just hand me the mic. Mm-hmm. 
And like sometimes, and I used to be like, nah, you was doing your thing. I just yeah. kind of came up here to vibe, but yeah. you know what I mean? I ain't never going to not take advantage of the situation. Yeah, fact, but fact. I then I started just kind of hanging out downstairs for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let you get comfortable. I'm like, okay, shit, okay, you're doing your thing. You're getting reaction. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your tone is picking up. You sound excited. Yeah. You got a monotone voice. So right, right. Once right. you start sounding like you really want to be there yep. vocally, more conviction, like, you're saying the right things. We need more conviction. Yeah, more conviction. More yeah. conviction. You yeah. know what I mean? And another DJ I saw a lot of growth in that is uh, Duran. Mm-hmm. You know, he has the standard things down. Mm-hmm. But when he talks with more conviction, conviction, like you see his his confidences go up, man. Right. But, I mean, he's such a turntableist. I mean, right. Shout out to those DJs to get the same crowd reactions like a host and a DJ. Like yeah. he does, he gets a lot of those reactions, which is very hard. You know what I'm saying? But he says he he sets them up though. Cause I know another DJ, Dusty Dex, he does that too. Now he's an incredible MC. Mm-hmm. But he'll say shit like, yo, no long talking. Yeah. That means I'm not talking, we just gonna juggle some music. Right. So no one's expecting. So he's putting you in a mood. And yeah. once he once he has in a two hour set, hour and a half set, he does that for twenty minutes, you know what to expect now. Right. He's not gonna talk for these first twenty minutes. You're gonna get comfortable, go to the bar, and then then it's showtime. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? Facts, so facts. I mean Shouts out to you just, you know, wanting to be better. Yeah, you know, definitely. Some people that's, get content. That's always important. What was the, the, the most memorable set you ever DJed? Like, dopest shit. Oh, fuck, I can't believe I just murdered this shit. Um, I would have to say the 2K pool party, the first 2K pool party I did. Oh, with Fab? Yeah, with Fab. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. you killed that shit. Yeah, definitely. I would say that because... You, you know, played I, twice that day? Did I play twice that day? I don't think I... I felt- I don't think I played twice that day. Mm. I don't think I did. I just had a really good set time, 6.30 yeah. to 7.30. And that's, you know, right there in the middle where everybody basically there at that point. Mm-hmm. So I, it was the most memorable because I tweeted Fab and he replied and said I killed it, basically. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when, once you get like a cosign like that and, you know, you post with everybody to see it and, you know, people start believing in you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one, that's one thing about I feel like about DJing. It's kind of weird. Like, I think I felt like I started to take off in Greensboro when I used to get gigs outside of, like, Raleigh. I mean, gigs outside of Greensboro, like Raleigh and Charlotte. It's like, damn, why they why they booking this dude and we got him right here? You know what I mean? So yeah. sometimes it always takes, you know, that's why, like, the same thing with artists. That's why artists might get more streams in another city and then, you know, less than the city he's in. It just be like that sometimes. I don't know why, but. Man, it's crazy. So, oh, damn, I just had a question I wanted to fucking ask you. Um... One thing you're, you you do you do very well is you you build relationships. Facts. That's 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 the most important thing. Yeah. So just <laughs> just talk about that. You being a very personal person, mind you. Now, this is the introvert we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if anybody's out here listening that's a, a friend or, or or speaks to him out in public. If you ever try to call this nigga, like it is next to impossible. He's never answered my phone. <laughs> Three times back to back to back. Today was like the first time. Because I guess he knew I was coming. Yeah, That's facts. how you know he had an answer. But facts. I talked about once a week. Facts. Yeah, but this nigga does not answer the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't be offended. So just talk about this building relationship with, with promoters, people, artists. Like just <clears throat> it's important because you know it's funny. I ran into it. I'm blessed, you know, before the coronavirus, I was getting like four or five gigs a week. You know, you know, and like a joking phrase that me and, you know, DJs use with other DJs is normally like, man, I'm trying to be like you, man. You, you getting four or five gigs a week. It's like you showing love in a sense. Yeah. And I be trying to tell them like anybody could like, you know, rock how I rock. That's just how I feel. You know what I mean? But there's so many DJs on that same like how to kill a party level. Next is like, then the next step is like, okay, 
the promoters fuck with who the most though. And that's why I feel like that's why other DJs get booked and other DJs. It's not like you can't rock a party. It's just I have a better relationship with them. So, yeah. you know, um, it works out. And sometimes, you know, there's some DJs out there. I know if the party takes a L, you know what I mean? Um, they're not, they're not like really trying to look out, I guess. I ain't gonna lie. Looking out on parties has, you know, m- messed me up a couple of times, but that relationship I built, you know, taking an L with them has allowed me to like, when they have a lit party, be one of the first DJs they call because mm-hmm. I looked out in the past. Sometimes you got to set yourself up for the future. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a, re- a relationship is just as important as how good you DJ, in my opinion. You know, when, you know, things are kind of opening back up and, you know, over the, you know, the whole pandemic, I, I was checking up on promoters, you know, sending out texts like, yo, just checking in, you know, because if you could text them to be like, yo, what dates you got available, you could text them and be like, oh, hey, man, just checking in, making sure you're good. We all going through a crisis right now. But, you know, I just want to send you some good, good vibes. Good yeah, energy, good, good energy, energy. yeah. So that goes a long way, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that goes a long way, especially when people and for you, I would say for you, because I know your personality, so I know mm-hmm. how you are. Right. So like for you to do that, it's like, you know, some in a sense, you're kind of stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. But um, let's talk. Oh, what do you want to talk about? Shit. Just some wild stories. What's some? Okay, I'm okay. It's one of the wild oh, stories. Oh, fuck you had. that. All right, no, nah, finish that. Finish okay, that. Finish one, that finish I'm, I'm going to talk about okay. a wild story, man, you had. Oh, shit. So. <laughs> oh, I got I one, mean, but I would never tell that story. I mean, there's. there's <laughs> when we link up, it's so many mo- like wild moments. You know yeah. what I mean? People from, you know, crowd surfing in the crowd yeah. to like girls like taking their bras off and throwing it to us. And I feel like that was one of the. Oh, yeah. yeah that was one of the wild parties we had is when um uh, we was DJing. A girl was like, you know, some dudes picked her up and he was like, she was, I was like, flashes. And then she was like, no. And then she flashed us, took the bra off and uh, threw it at us. And I still got it's a like video. Green on, Street. He was at Green Street. That's yeah. Right. I think this was, this is when, before Green Street had the DJ in the back. I think it's when they had the, the DJ Oh, yeah, stage. yeah, in the stage. Yeah, DJ Booth on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Definitely. Yo, you know, it was some good, like, wild times. What? Uh, I'm gonna say outside of peace because peace is too easy. Yeah, like I'm gonna just say it about peace. If you can, if you can think it, it happened in there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like right. just point blank period. Definitely. Uh, but where and all right, so a cheat code of peace was that management trusted us. Mm-hmm. You know, there was never you coming to work to fear for your job, so you could try things, you could be creative, you can right. do things out of the norm, you can. Bring it, our A and R artists, man. It was to a point where, like, labels were uh, scheduling their runs to be there on Thursdays, yep. so they can be a part of it and see what it is and get those. And, and I did that a lot because I know for a while, Took Study was on uh, Streets ninety four five in, in Charlotte, but then he uh, he wasn't anymore. But I still wanted to make sure he was able to build with those people and moving in those circles. Definitely. So I made it a point like, hey, this is the, the DJ you need to be rocking with. This is who I rock with the most. This is who I'm being consistent with. Let's build this relationship. Right. Now, Sunday's... At a Green Street rooftop. The right. little brunch party. Mm-hmm. Now, those were... Facts. Like... Kind of like, man, do whatever you want. Right. And some of the most memorable. Uh, we can just talk about uh the uh twerk twerk limbo. Twerk limbo, yeah. That that definitely was a moment. <laughs> that that went crazy. viral. That went that had a quarter million views on my Instagram page. For real? Yeah, quarter million. Damn. Quarter million. Twerk and, limbo. And, yeah, we we started a whole wave in North Carolina with like games at a day party. Like that was 
I, the next day, I seen people talking about they got twerk limbo now. You know what I mean? So. Facts. And you remember the, I think it was someone was doing like a twerk contest. Mm-hmm. And we, it was on like $100. And we got up to like almost 700. 700, 800. Yeah. And, just, just, and the crowd is paying for it. Yeah, yeah. We got a crowd like right next passing the VIPs, just adding to the pot. Mm-hmm. And when you rocking with Slim City and 630, we do not play about the money. Facts. But like, we need the money in hand. There was, there was like that was a that was a, that twerk contest. It was eight hundred dollars, and we didn't make no money off. Nah, <laughs> and you know the sad part, and I know a lot of my counterparts are gonna be like, "Slim, what the fuck is your problem?" I was never getting paid for rooftop Sundays. Like, he he was coming through for the free blessing. Nah, but it was practice. Yeah, like, I needed the practice day. I needed to keep my skills sharps in the setting because we put a lot of different music on the Sundays. Yeah, and I just felt like mm. that made me a better DJ too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJing from three to eleven. I mean, of course, you, I had a mix on for two hours, of course, but that's still a long time. You gotta like be be able to have it lit, but it not space out the hits enough to where it's lit from all day, basically from three to eleven. Yeah. But I had a great time at that party. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was memorable. Shout out to Green Street. Who came out there one time? Was it uh, Tip Drill? Who? Tip oh, Drew? yeah. Miami yeah. Tip came yeah. there. Yeah, the day party. Yeah, man. Shout out her. And Sud did his Sud Fest there? Yeah, Sud did his Shout Sud, Sud, Sud Fest. And the baby pulled up. Key Glock. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of... It was lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what? What? let's talk about, uh, like, artists that you hear, like, before anybody else. Like, can you can you... Put a stamp on say I was doing this, playing this artist first. I led the wave. Like yeah. um, you talking about like North Carolina wise? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I led the wave, but I definitely was playing. Like, of course he was being played in Charlotte, but outside of Charlotte, I definitely was playing the baby. Like I have like, you know, DMs for him, you know, before he even signed the deal, like, yo, thank you. You know, for, you know, playing my record. Um, ba- yeah, the baby was one of the main ones, definitely. And, you know, we never really had, like, a relationship mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, I just rocked with him because his music was good. So, yeah. yeah, shout out to him. I did a um couple shows. I did I want to say shows, but I did, definitely did a couple parties with the baby where he was performing. So yeah. It was lit. It was lit to see that. It was dope to see that. Yeah. It's, that's one of the first artists I ever seen in, like, from the first day mm-hmm. to this greatest day. Yeah, facts. And I remember the first time Emily brought me his mixtapes to the radio. Oh, you never heard of the baby? I was like, who's that? Da, 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 da. And then, like, two weeks later, I see him on... I had it in the car. I like, man, listen to this shit. Right. And then I saw him uh, do the South by Southwest thing with the diaper. Yeah. Then I was like, yo, ain't this the nigga that such and such gave me... And then I found it. And I said, oh, shit. Right. This that nigga. But I made sure I told him that I, I had to keep it a buck with him. I, when I met him, I was like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Such and such brought me a CD. I throw that shit like, what? And then... This was Baby Jesus days. Yeah, fact, Baby, Baby Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, facts. So... And I told him, like, yeah, man, I had, to, I had to go find it in my car, and I had to put it in, and, and like, it was legit. Like, mm-hmm. I, And then when I heard his sound, oh, I knew it was a rap. Yeah. He, he doesn't sound like Nobody sounds like him. Definitely. That's, like, the freshest voice in the game. And, and, you know what's crazy with him, though? I, I, I got a DM with him, and I was like, yo, can you send me a drop? You know what I mean? Because I, I knew. I knew he was going to, like, take off. I was like, yo, let me get a drop before you get all big. I never got one, but I just knew. Same thing with <laughs> Stunner for Vegas. I got a DM with him, and I was like, yo, you going crazy out here. Next year going to be your year, dog. I promise. Mm-hmm. Next year. Took off. Took off. Yeah. Shout out to the baby. I did an interview right before he got signed, and he was a little different. I'm like, I asked him, like, yo, you about to sign? 
It was just so random to yeah. come like you want to come through. It's like you about to sign, bro. I'll just tell me you about to sign. Right. Like, come on, you about to sign, bro? Monday Interscope. Yeah. I was like, bro, yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah. I was like, no, because I was like, damn, I would, I would have like held it. Right. And I would have dated it, but I would have held it. Right. And then I would have released it like when he announced it. I would have like released yeah. the episode or right. the interview, but. Yeah, it's it's great to like see it come out the mud and people work hard and follow their dreams and be persistent, man. Let's talk about um artist DJ relationships. What's the best way to create uh uh two people that don't know each other? And we'll just take it from the perspective of an artist that doesn't know you as the DJ. How do they interact? They want to get their song played. What is the best way to go about it? Um, the right way, I should I say. I feel like the right way to go about it is, uh, I don't know. I just, I, the DMs is kind, it's cool, but I, now it's to the point, like, I get so many DMs with, like, links and stuff like that. It's better to just pull up on me at a party, I feel like. And, I, and, I, and don't pull up with no expectations. Like, expectations of, you know, just like pull up, introduce each other. Hey, cause nine times out of 10, if you, if you pull up on me, I'm gonna follow you back on Instagram. If you follow me, like, through just Instagram, I don't know you, like, I'm probably, you know, not going to follow you back. That's just how it works sometimes. But I say just pull it to it introduce yourself. Let me know what you got going on and just let me know what kind of budget you got. Like, I work with all budgets. It's nothing wrong with if you want your song played in the club, I don't see why it's a big deal to throw the DJ a couple dollars for doing you a favor because you're not really, you're not doing me a favor. Like, half the time it's kind of risky playing that they song because- a song that you never heard. Yeah, I never heard, and then and I'm playing, and you're not turning up to it. Now you, is you making it harder on me? If I play your song in a club, turn up to dumb. it because yeah. if you turn up to it, people are gonna automatically assume this is something I need to hear. know or hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they gonna vibe off your energy. Like you just gotta, you know, help each other out. And I don't even be trying to tax you over the head, but I, I work with like no, nah, you you sit no. You coming that if you come to Thursdays, nah, honey. Yeah, 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 facts. I don't care. I'll be the bad facts, guy. Facts. Especially you want us on the plane now that we never heard. We don't know what that's gonna do to the yeah, party. We don't know. Then Nikki might trip. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta think like one thing artists don't understand. I'm getting booked the DJ here, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I at least want to listen to your song, and I can't, I gotta fit it in. I can't play it, you know, prime time. Yeah. So I think the best way to do is just to pull up, introduce yourself, like offer a drink. Let me know what kind of budget you you working with because when you work on a budget, I take you serious. I know a lot of people that make songs and it's it kind of slap, but they don't want to put no money behind it because they're not serious about it. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's the best way to uh, build a relationship is just pull up on me, man. Introduce yourself. We'll chop it up. I ain't going to give you no cold shoulder in the club. Yeah. Maybe through like just a regular Instagram DM. I'm not really paying attention to like that because, you know, I see the saying, oh, this is a hit. This is the one. And it really don't be the one. And then I don't. If I don't like it, if I if I don't have I have nothing nice to say about it, I just won't probably won't even reply to it. Or don't even take the money. I won't even take definitely. I won't take the money if I don't like it. Nah, it's not it's not worth it's not worth the party. It's not mm. worth having the promoters looking at me like what this nigga playing. Unless hey. it's something they want me to play. If it's something they want me to play, then of course. Yeah. But and uh, also what we were talking about a little bit earlier was uh, don't send your homeboys. Yeah, facts. You know, sometimes artists will send their homeboys to like, yo, what's the cost? I said, check your email. He sent you the song. I'm like, damn, bro, you too cool to come holla at me. I was in Miami. Me and you was in Miami, yeah. actually. I, this is just an example I use. But go ahead, tell the story. <laughs> so we was in Miami chilling. Next thing you know, Future walking the club. We vibing, DJ Don Hot DJing, you know, doing a crazy Future set. Um, Future made it a point before he leave to holla at Don Hot and holla at everybody that was in the booth. And the reason why I say, like, it, if it's low-key, you feel, like, disrespectful because of Future, this guy can come to the DJ booth and holla at me. Why Went out send, of his way. Out of his way. You know what I mean? Why was you 
send your homeboy to, you know, tell me to check my email and play a song. Like, nah. And it, I mean, it's my fault. I need to carry headphones, but I, DJ, I don't DJ with headphones. So mm-hmm. I can't hear it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, how do you feel? What's up with the no headphones thing? It's, uh, I ain't gonna lie. I shoot myself in the foot not having it sometimes, but I mean, I listen to music so much to where like my memory is really good with, with songs at key mm-hmm. points. So it only hurts me with like new songs. Yeah. Really, but I think for I know you don't celebrate birthdays or Christmas, mm-hmm. but for Father's Day, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> you might have a jet out there somewhere. Yeah, have like they just don't got no internet out there, so they can't reach you. <laughs> so I'm gonna get you some headphones. Yeah, I just gotta find some headphones I like because you know, bro, the Sony. Listen, the Sony Studio headphones are the best headphones. Period. They're ninety nine dollars. They've never changed anybody in radio that like legit. And I and I base it off this like the beats that I have, the studios I have on. Mm-hmm. Like after a while, they hurt my ears. Right. You know. But I never noticed that because when I use it in the radio, I'm on and off, on and off. Yeah. Facts. And Sony's not one time. You forget you have them on. It's just so soft and comfortable. Yeah. But yeah, man. Especially when I want to fake DJ. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. facts. I be finessing though. Yeah, Look, yeah, yeah, nah. you, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Then other hosts want to start. Let me chill out. <laughs> nah, it's funny because every time you be covering for me, you know what I mean? I can walk around a little bit afterward. Yeah. Grab a a drink. Yeah, get a straggler. Right. Yeah, so what is it like now? Not saying that you didn't get girls back then, but if you didn't have a lot of attention on you. So how do you kind of like figure out what girls are interested in you now as a DJ as opposed to? Um, I mean, I feel like DJ or not, it just makes it, being a DJ just makes it easier. It makes it easier when you shoot your shot with a girl that got 20K or if a girl got 50K on Instagram, she'll follow me back. <laughs> it, it makes it like I, re- I hate to say it, I really don't have to spit no game low key because it's like everybody's so like if you popping on Instagram, people want, like females just want to fuck with you. That's just my personal opinion. They could say it. Nah, it's not true. But if you knew lit on the gram, like you kind of like, I don't know, mm-hmm. gain that traction, I guess. People want to know like, and like why did I girls tagging him? And they're like, who this nigga? Like. Why all these bad joints comment under his Instagram means? You know what I mean? People get curious. Yeah. So I feel like it has made it easier. But to tell the difference, I mean... Yeah, Instagram after, page is crazy. Oh, yeah. It'd be, it'd be lit. Controversial. Yeah, controversial, definitely. I'd be, I'd be kind of trying... I'd be trying to post, like, cringy stuff that people be thinking, but they don't want to post it. But I'd be trying... I'd be like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just... I'm going to post it because I know y'all would laugh too. Y'all just don't want to put it on y'all page. Hell you know yeah. Because I mean? a lot of shit you probably like, oh, I'm not posting that. And I'm not I, even sharing my story. <laughs> and it's funny, like, low-key, I'll be doing it to help the niggas out. Like, I'll be tagging the girls for y'all. They be commenting. People be like, I'll be going in there following all the joints. Coming like, yeah, bro, it's a free game out here. I ain't no hater. Yeah. But I mean, of course, but his I feel, IG story. Uh, yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah, IG story. Lucy Goosey, ladies, you you want to get your followers up, man? You see six thirty in the club. Yeah, then he gonna hand you that phone. Yeah, go be ready. Come bless the story. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't have that have a. Conference. And that's what I, you know, in this. I ain't gonna lie, being a DJ has definitely affected like my relationship life, but I, I look at it as I mean, ain't nobody gonna wanna book no DJ that don't look lit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I use it to my advantage. Like, you promoters wanna see pretty girls on your story. Pretty girls wanna see pretty girls on your story. Yeah. Pretty girls wanna see ass shaking. Yeah, it might, you know, fuck up my relationships or girls like, oh, I can't fuck with him because he got too much going on. But as far as like my DJ life, it makes people wanna book me, I feel like. You know what I mean? That per, self from Instagram is nothing but self promotion. You got to use it to promote yourself, and that's what I do. Mm. So you think you're just more career driven right now than as opposed to relationship? Yeah, I'm more definitely. I can't. I can't be with a chick that's gonna trip on my Instagram. Like that's just not gonna work. I seen. I 
I've seen a lot of my DJ homies get with a girl and got to switch their whole life up and it cost them bookings. Like, Progress in their career. Progress in their career. Because, I mean, like, I know, like, girls be tripping about a, if, a, if you date a DJ that work in a strip club, if you're not, what's the word for it? If you're insecure, it's not going to work. That might have to cause him to try to get another gig somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that's less money in his pocket. Less so when he can't take you there, yeah. now you feel like he doesn't have enough money for you. Now you leave him because, all because you were, but at the same time, let's not blame yeah. women. Yeah, facts. A man, as a man, you got to make them feel secure. Yeah, facts. And I, and, and that's another thing. I think the issue is it's hard to meet for me to make somebody feel secure with the stuff I post. Yeah. So, so what, what is, what, like, have you ever been in a situation where like uh, girls that you weren't even even dealing with on a, like an emotional sexual level were complaining about other women on your page? Like, why are you nah, posting nah, that bitch? No, 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 no. I don't think it, 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 I don't really get any complaints unless it's like, I guess physical, unless we kind of like take it there or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they've been seeing it on like, yeah, they've been seeing it. Yeah. Especially with my memes too. Like I'd be posting like, see with my memes, I could post like, man, I, I can't wait to, uh, my girl come home with a PlayStation 5. You know what I mean? I'm like, I will post stuff like that, but I don't even have a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you got to take it for, I can't make somebody take something what I post. You know what I mean? Yeah. How to, how to, take and it, it. kind of works out for me because low key, I, I could stay low key because you don't even know who I'm dealing with. You just see like <laughs> girls on my story. Yeah. So you never, you would never know. You would never know. Mm. You, you, the only way you could tell if I kind of I'm shooting my shots if I don't tag her because niggas be they be on it fiends yeah they be they be on it yeah but. hell yeah they do now the DJ life is definitely lit though it's fun yeah I've never been like just because I'm older I've never been like the DM kind of guy I just feel like damn why would I put myself in a situation that's always going to be a track record and <laughs> they don't go your way oh screenshot next thing you know Right. That'd be scary. You know what's funny about screenshots, though? You know you know what's a trick in the DMs, though? Because, you know, I mean, every nigga guilty for it. Like, you'll put hard, hard eyes or flame. My thing yeah. is the flames. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not too thirsty, but you're showing love. Mm-hmm. So, damn, I forgot where I was going. But, oh, yeah, with the DMs, if you gave, like, three flames on her comments and she ain't ever say nothing, just unsend them and then do it all over again. It, so you don't look thirsty. You know what I mean? Also... <laughs> <laughs> So so it always looks like you show love one time. You always show love like no more than three times. Because like, I'm Yo. like, damn, bitch, can I get like a thank you or a like a, a double tab? A double tab or something. Like that's smart. That's that's why at the three I unsend them and then start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, I hope y'all wrote that down in y'all notebooks. Yeah. Free game right Free now. Game, man. Damn man. So will you see yourself like in the next two, three years? Um it's funny you said that because um, with all the whole pandemic and coronavirus, everything going on, I, I have been relocating has been on my mind like for a bigger market only because, I mean, that's that's the DJ that's making money right now. Like Charlotte, they is they partying out there like ain't nothing going on. You know, that's because they have the population, the, the population to do it, the venues to do it. You know, they, they only letting restaurants open up right now, but half the clubs in Charlotte be restaurants. Yeah. So I don't know. I just... And there's no G-Ho this year. Like, the only Damn. the only thing here, I, club-wise, that's lit is Pete's. Like, everything else. Don't get me wrong. I love the zone, but that's more of a bar vibe. Yeah. You can't get that. Oh, we're not we're not saying... Let's just clarify. Yeah, let's clarify. Nigga going to take that facts, shit to facts. fucking left. Facts. Consistently real party vibes. Real party vibes. Like, I can't... You're not going to get nobody to crowd surf in the zone. Yeah. But every Thursday at Pete's with the people, you could do that... <laughs> you can do that like every week. It's just the, it's just a party vibe, you know. I mean, people come in there to you know, girls coming in to twerk. Yeah, 
the, all right. So we talk about the difference between why pizza is so successful and, you know, we just say, for example, Green Street Silo or Inferno mm-hmm. or any other club you want to name. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Those venues are run by like promoters that specialize to a target crowd. Pete's is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's such a blessing because Pete's has allowed me to be all over the state from Charlotte, Statesville, Lexington, yeah, oh, VA, uh, Ashboro, Statesville, uh, Lexington, Burlington, Winston. Because they get grabbed. It's just crazy how much people cross state lines every Thursday. They be in Pete's. It blows my mind. Yeah. And um and I get excited every week when you, when I hear you, the commercial for it. Yeah. And I hear my name like it'd be little stuff like that that still get me excited because it's like damn like growing up I used to hear like club much all the time with the DJ name never in a million, million years, years. Thought, oh, that that would be me. You Facts. know what I mean? Yeah. So and especially when you know it's like something that's not gonna last forever. You gotta like oh, yeah. I do not saying last forever, but you know you grow as a DJ, you evolve to bigger and better things. Right. Not saying you'll never do a Facts. a club night again, but in the sense of like. It won't be what that was like. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I really take a minute. I always take a minute and I always did this in peace. This is why, like, I don't know, like, even my last night, I was able to, I took myself for granted that last night because right. I didn't really, I didn't really expect that. Right. And when people, when I kind of found out, like, when people, like, it's my last, like, people were like, dog, everybody, was, I got, like, no lie, like, 50 messages, like, bro, I would have been there. Yeah, facts. Like, people, you know me, I, on off nights, I used to tell the care, but I was like, man, I got to pull up tonight. Like, yeah. I want to feel right. No, you didn't DJ my last night? I did. Fuck you, night. yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I didn't. No, you did, I man. Didn't. You sure? Did I DJ your last night? Yeah, Luke came, uh, Luke Nasty, who else was there? Uh... On the I think I might have. Wu two times was there. I think I did. I might have. I thought Tatman, I did it. I, no, I could have. Waleed. Sworn. Maybe I got on for a little bit. I don't think I. I don't know. But because remember, I was like, I'm gonna pull up because it's your last night. Remember? And I was like, yeah, you have to do something. Yeah. You might. I don't remember. Yeah, it might have did something. Yeah. Like, if I have a, if I have a picture of Polo, yeah. you you he DJ. Yeah, fact. Polo, they know his ass when they're gonna drive out there to come see me. <laughs> no, um, my last night, man. But definitely two to three years radio. I def I didn't I'm I've grown to appreciate radio. Yeah. At first I thought it, you know, I was like, eh, clubs is the only thing. If you ain't in the yeah. clubs, you're not lit. But the radio is so many opportunities. You could DJ this radio station. Like if I want to like move to Charlotte or Atlanta and I got the radio, you know, on my resume. Well, you got it on your yeah, resume. Yeah, definitely got it. You know, I want to just, I've been, you know, DJing on radio, but I want to be like consistent, like every event, like I'm on the roster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that'll be lit to be on the radio. That's what's up, man. Facts. Damn. So any other wild stories with these women, dog? Any more wild stories with these women? Um, DJ wise, I say one of the one wild situation was I was DJing at a club and a girl tried to give me head, but it was too out in the open, so I was like, nah. <laughs> nah. Uh, this is when I first started DJing at Warehouse Twenty Nine because it was the booth outside and it was a club inside. But the club was over, you could slide into the booth like she. I'm like, nah. I just I, got this job. I just yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm low-key still kind of shy, so I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Ain't going to whip it out, but nah, that's... I would tell a story, but I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to tell that story. Yeah. That's what, to this day, that might be the... All right, that might be the wildest, wildest thing, thing we've ever seen yeah, at the yeah. same time in the yeah. same place. Facts. But man, that was wild. I didn't... I never seen any... I didn't even see like anything like that in the movies, bro. Nah. That shit was crazy. Shout out to Pete's, bro. Like yeah, I said, thanks. if you can think it, trust me, it happened in there. Right. It was like a free spirit place. Pete's get fucked up in there. I, I think as far as 
me see. I don't have like any wild stories right now, but some of my goals is right now would be to um get more like you know maybe try to travel a little bit more if possible, like out of mm-hmm. state. Actually, I got a gig in Myrtle Beach next week. Actually, that'd be my first time there. Oh, okay. So that'd be something cool to put on your um resume. Resume. Yeah. And you know, and now is like a next step. Is the build relationship with these labels that's important? Like now, when black youngster manager get on, I hop on his live. He's like, "Yo, what up, six thirty? Like, I can shoot him, shoot him a text right now, and you know he'll send me some stuff. He want me to play this and the third, but definitely radio. Get you know familiar with these labels. Mm-hmm. Get points of contact because that's how I got my Cardi B drop. Yeah. Um, oh, how'd you get that? Yeah, let's talk about that one. Oh, that that was dope because I got a Cardi B drop. Um. Because I just had a relationship with uh, somebody from Atlanta Records. I think that's what it was, Atlanta Records. If I'm not mistaken. Hopefully, I ain't saying it wrong. But uh, he's like, yo, check your email, bro. I got something for you. Next thing you know, it was a Cardi B job. I was like, what? And this is before she blew up. This is before Bodak Yellow, I think. Uh-huh. If I'm not mistaken. Lucky. Because, nigga, after that, nigga, he was not getting that fucking yeah, job. Yeah, he was not getting that job after that. So, that's always something cool. Like, I could play during the club. Because it's like that shit'll never get old. It'll never get old. It's it's super exclusive. Like DJs, once once artists get on and they got their DJ, you ain't getting no drop from that dude. It's hard to get a drop yeah. from uh from artists. That was pretty dope. But that's that's why you got to get in that radio station, man. Because yeah, they come through, facts. or they gonna they gonna you gonna read this goddamn script. Yeah, facts, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying. Yep. Damn, that's, that's crazy. Some of the radio perks. Mm. When you start smoking hookah, bro, you fucking you got me to smoke hookah, bro. Yeah, facts. Like I never ever smoked anything in my life. Until well, I, I was this when I was working at Carmax, and then uh, we was <laughs> I was with some of the white homies, and they was uh like, "Yo, come smoke hookah," and I I was like, "I never smoked it before." And this is before this is before hookah was in the club. Yeah, and um, I went there, smoked hookah, and then I guess I'm kind of I got addicted to it, and then I started I, I invested, got my own hookah. And I just like it because it's a vibe; it kind of relaxes you. It's like a I don't know. I feel like it's it's part of a party now. That's what everybody want to do: smoke hookah. Yeah, I, I feel unnatural. Yeah. Let me not say that. I'm fine. At peace, for some reason, I'm, I'm okay. I don't need it. Yeah. For other places, I'd be like, yeah, I need this. Yeah, facts. But peace is just so fast. It's just like, uh Yeah, because sometimes, you know, out your, when you're out your comfort zone, a different city, yeah, like hookah, yeah. you know, it can give you a little vibe. vibe and it's easy. And <laughs> you can use hookah to talk to females. Like, you know, that's all girls want to do is smoke hookah, so. Yeah. Get you a hookah vibe a little bit. It's so weird when they ask, though, isn't it? You yeah, don't know yeah them? because how they ask is they come up, hug you, talk to you for a second, and they linger around. Yeah. And then... You ain't put on this? You ain't, yeah, you ain't put on... You know, I don't, you know, of course you're going to let them smoke it or whatever, but... Yeah. Then they just leave. Then they it's just like, leave. Then you see them on another hookah. It's like, damn, fuck. It's usually for your hookah, yeah, facts. Damn. What are we going to do about that? Or just one of those things? Try yeah, to yeah, just want, I mean... Normally, the hookah could hook me up, so it's just one of them things. You show mm-hmm. love. Don't smoke your hookah, especially trying you know, get your way in. Fact, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you smoke hookah, you have to have sex with me now. That's what we just did. Ignorant thinking. We're not doing that, man. I know we have some more wild stories. <sighs> good oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you weren't DJing at the fucking time. I was about to say the wet and wild shit. Nah, wow. On the tree, when they got on the roof. No, oh, hold on. I was at the party, though, right? I went you DJing was there. That. You were DJing yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was like, that was epic. That's definitely top five. The wet and wild 2K pool party. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did. Well, Ari was dope. I fuck with Ari. Ari Lennox. No. Ari I, Lennox? No. Ari, is that, I don't know her last name. Ari, they used to date Moneybag. Yeah, at the... Uh, 
It was at uh, recently. Recently, it was at uh, what club? Oak Room Oak for CIAA. Room. Yeah, but yeah. wasn't she at Blind Tiger? Who's the girl? Yeah, you she, did? yeah she was at Blind Tiger. You too. did that one too. Yeah, I did Blind Tiger. I did one with her at KLD. Mm-hmm. And I did one at Oak Room. We kind of got like a. It just always was lit when me and her was in the same party. So yeah, I don't not like not like that, buddy. We not even like cool. I don't even, she don't even think I know who I am. Can remember, but you know, every time she pull up to one of my events, you know, she show love. I don't never really like. If there's nobody on the mic, I never pressure her to be seen. I just let her do her thing, and then I'm like, "Yo, come, come vibe with us real quick." And she come out there and turn up. She's definitely one of the best people to book for like host wise. Cause a lot of hosts be boring. <laughs> like they'll get a hoot. They'll you'll book it for the club. They'll sit in the booth and just chill the whole time. Got a free check. That don't that kill me. Or they be butt naked on Instagram. They come to the club fully clothed, like, <laughs> and we paid ten racks for that. <laughs> That's wild, bro. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, what else you want to say? Get your, get off your chest on here, man. It's for you to tell your story. Mm. We like a little hour and change in. Damn, it feel like an hour. Nah, niggas hanging out talking it. shit. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. What could? I, what else? Any more wild stories? Yeah, it about whatever. Any more gems? Your, your career is young, bro. You got a lot. Yeah, you got facts. a lot more to learn and grow. I remember. I feel like, oh yeah, here's some good advice for a DJ. I feel like if you, you got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. You know what I mean? There was times where, like, I got booked for like a 21 and up strictly, and I, you know, I'm I like more of the lit stuff. I want the party to go be upside down. That's the type of music I like. But you don't get booked for everything like that. You know what I mean? If you want to make more money, you got to be able to be versatile. So you got to be able to. If you're not real comfortable with doing like a wedding or something like that, you know. Get the right music and, you know, do it. If you're not really too comfortable with 25 and up, you know what I mean? Go to the club, learn it, and then, um, you know, get comfortable. You got to step out of your comfort zone. I feel like it's going to help you as a DJ. Yeah. And also, if you're trying to get on as a DJ, like, when a dude lets you open up, because I would love to, you know, help people out and have them open up for me. But my thing is, it'd be hard for me to let, my thing is, if I had to be at the club at 10 o'clock to make sure you don't play no bangers, I don't want no opener because I'm already got to be there at 10 anyway. I want to, if I have an opener, I want to be able to get that 1145 plug up and then go crazy because, you know. I trust you to do yeah, your I trust you. Play your role that yeah, night. Yeah, play your role, you know, sometimes. Yeah. I feel like that's what made me successful because I didn't really play no bangers opening up. Mm-hmm. I mean, a key, oh yeah, big key to DJing. It just, you make, rock with the ladies. That's, that's one of my big things. I tell DJs that all the time. They're the ones that's gonna um talk the most shit on social media. So I cater to them. Like and their opinion matters more when it comes to parties on social media. So I know you're gonna have the variety of hood niggas and ladies and you know, just try to find that right medium, but you know, don't forget about them throughout the night because they're the ones that's gonna carry your career. I feel like I want be as far as I am if I didn't have the much female supporters that I did. True. And that's why I feel like that's what makes relationships hard because I have female supporters that be like, who the fuck is 630 on their story and want to tag me and show love? You know what I mean? So get definitely catered to the females. I feel like that's why we've been so successful because, you know, Pete's was always giving that, oh, it's like hood, ratchet oh, vibe. Man. Boy, you already know. But then they come in there and like, yeah, we got these ladies in here singing, going crazy and twerking all night. You know, and playing off uh, the wall shit. Yeah, playing off the wall stuff. And then, of course, we going, you know, it's the trap in there. But I mean, we going to cater. Well, we trap too. it out. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we definitely trap it out. But we, you know, before we get to that point, we we rock with the ladies, basically. You know what I mean? So. That's definitely advice I would give to young DJs. Rock with the ladies, dog. Rock with the ladies. I mean, the hood niggas gonna talk shit, but at the same time, like, bro, she throwing ass in your booth. You know what I mean? They gonna be, you know, that's that's what you want, so. Facts. That's crazy, man. Well, this is uh, the first and wild podcast featuring DJ 630. Let everybody know your Instagram. DJ underscore 630, 630 spelled out, man. You know, I appreciate you having me. Hey, you know what was crazy one night? What? I don't know what we were, but I, I was able to get Suds drop. 
Where were we? Where <laughs> was we at? I don't know. Where, I don't know where was. We. I think was he, it? He he came Brent somewhere Tiger? and he sent it to you and you sent it to me. He pulled up to the club and I and I dropped it. That shit was dope. Yeah. Ah, it was. It was like a joke. It was like a little inside just yeah. fucking with him. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then yeah. it's funny because I had a party in Miami and I got DJ Trap drop on my on my computer. Mm-hmm. He pulled up and I played his his drop in the club. You know, just to show love. Yeah, like, show love. Yeah. You know, it, you know, give 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 a nigga that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what. Shout out all all the DJ homies, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, man. It's honor honor to be your friend. Your friendship is Likewise. very valuable to me. I, I hold hold it with high regard and respect. And like, I mean. Anything happening, bro? I devastated, bro. Fuck me up. When I when I found out he was leaving, man, I was hurt. You know what I mean? No, I was sad. I thought it'd be a lot easier than it was. I thought it would be too, dog. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, but shout out to my daughter, making sure I come back in and be close to to the to the homies, man. Oh yeah. I mean, I never turn back. My I'll never like. I will never disrespect Carolina for what it's given me. Facts. Um. I mean, it's it's. I, I can't even. I can't even explain like how grateful I am. Right to 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 live here for seven years, man. It, it was mind blowing. It was everything. Like it was, it really was. I mean, a lot happened to me out here. I was, had a daughter, had a business, radio station, full time job on radio, right. tore my Achilles. Yeah, I love <laughs> you it. Know, tra- you know what I mean? Like it's everything that you can happen in a lifetime happened in seven years in North Carolina, and I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is it, man. Uh, follow my dog on Instagram at DJ Six Thirty DJ underscore Six Thirty. Yes, sir. And uh, y'all see what the fuck we be talking about. All right. First of all, podcast. Thank you.